0: you can't function successfully in life without hope if circumstances are bad you surely need hope and if they are good you need hope that they will stay that way when you live in the garden of hope something is always blooming but as great as hope is it can easily be misplaced if your hope clings to a person it's an unreliable source of strength if your hope is in your place of employment your ability to make money, or your retirement fund, it may disappoint you. If your hope rests in your own ability, it will fade when your confidence is shaken. It's pretty simple, really. Hope is only as strong as its source. That's why the foundation of our hope must be God, and the promises found in His Word. If God is not the source, hope is just a wishful thought, a momentary respite. As a matter of fact the hope i'm urging you to have is very different from what the world might call hope the believer's hope is in the unshakable all-powerful all-knowing and ever-present one true god and his son jesus christ you could say it this way without hope in god there isn't much you can do but with hope in god there isn't much you can't do dedicated reading and study of the word shows us what happens when God's children dared to live with hope. Throughout the Old and New Testament, we see regular people, people with flaws and failures just like us, overcome impossible odds because they chose to hope that God had something incredible on the horizon. They put their faith in Him. Though the Hebrew children had been slaves in Egypt for many generations, The hope of freedom compelled Moses to dream of deliverance from their cruel oppressors. While the Israelite army hid in the trenches in fear of Goliath, the hope for victory caused David to ask, What shall be done for the man who kills this Philistine and takes away the reproach from Israel? 1 Samuel 17.26 In the face of Haman's evil plot to destroy her people, The hope that she could make a difference gave Esther the courage to break convention and request an audience with the king. Leaving jobs, friends, and even family behind, the hope that Jesus could be the promised Messiah caused ordinary men to drop everything and follow him all the way to the cross. Do you see the wide-ranging, barrier-shattering nature of hope? In each of these biblical examples, Hope was more than a motivational thought or a fading daydream. Hope was a nothing-is-impossible-with-God firestorm, refusing to be quenched. For Moses, hope broke chains. For David, hope asked the question no one else had the courage to ask. For Esther, hope believed against all odds that God could use her to save her people from destruction. For the disciples, hope gave them courage to embark on a new life and become world changers. I believe hope can do those same things in your life. That's why I'm excited you're listening to this book. And that's why I'm excited to use the stories, biblical principles, and practical life lessons you'll hear in this book to encourage you to go ahead and get your hopes up. Do it on purpose. Grab hold passionately and refuse to live without hope. You see, your whole life, whether you realize it or not, the world has been telling you don't get your hopes up. Past hurts, present disappointments, and future uncertainties all teach you to temper your expectations. Be rational, stay calm, don't expect too much because you may get disappointed. The pregnancy test comes back positive. Don't get your hopes up. You remember what happened last time. The person who hurt you apologizes and wants to make things right. Don't get your hopes up. He might hurt you again. An exciting opportunity opens up at work. But don't get your hopes up. It probably won't pan out. But a life with no hope isn't much of a life at all. You may say you're just being careful. Better safe than sorry, Joyce but you're really just afraid. Afraid of getting hurt, afraid of being disappointed, afraid of taking a chance. The fear may exist for good reason.